Dear baby girl, so I did it. I took the sleeping test, and today I want to tell you all about it. It was the weirdest, strangest thing I have ever done. So it starts off with、um, me getting the letter telling me what I need to do to prepare. So basically, it's it's really basic things like no caffeine, no naps, no tea, and、uh, no chocolate at all、uh, for that day. And they said, you know, just if you have medication, take it as usual. So I was like, okay. I was really nervous, and and I mean really nervous. I could not calm myself down. And I think it was the fear of the unknown and the fact that I knew someone was going to be watching me sleep. That was kind of running through my mind. It was just creepy, you know, kind of like stalkerish. And I think if If you know someone is like watching you, or well, if you're like me, I hate being watched. There is just no way that I can. It's <laughs> even now look, thinking back on it, it was creepy. So I had no caffeine in my system. I had worked myself up more than what I should have. Looking back, but anyway, my body was kind of on an adrenaline rush, and、um, I call a taxi. I go. I take a taxi there. I arrive, and even though the building, the the door, you kind of go in through the door, and there's like a little bit of a, a corridor or passageway. It's not underground, but there are no windows. It is creepy. It makes you feel like you are underground, like you're in some sort of bunker. There's no windows.、Uh, it's very plain, very bare. So even coming in, there's not like this. Warm reception with paintings, or it was just—it was creepy. Anyway, so as I get there, the technician says, "Sit down, please. Give me your health card." So I—I I gave him, you know, the health card. I sat down, and I'm just looking at the walls. All the walls are beige, and you just have like rooms. There's just rooms, and they're numbered one, two, three, four, five. Anyway, he takes me to my room. Uh, room number two. I'll never forget this. And I look in, and the bed is so neatly made, like, like I'm talking army neat. It is. I have never. <laughs> it does not look comforting. It doesn't look welcoming. The the blanket. It's like a thin blanket, but there is a bed sheet underneath. It kind of looks like a like a bluish gray. The walls are. Beige, and the door and the door frame is grey. So already you can see how bare and plain, and it it was just very plain. Anyway, there was like a little seating area with a table with, with forms that I had to fill out, and on these forms were questions like, "Well, how often do I sleep? Did I have caffeine that day?、Um, how long do I usually take to fall asleep? You know, you know." That type of question. Anyway, right, right in front of the bed. If you look, if I had to look up, now picture it. It's a camera. It is like a round camera staring down. And、oh, in the release papers, we had to sign to know that to I、uh, give consent that we are being filmed. <laughs> Which oh my gosh. <laughs> No, it was just I hate being stared at and being. So it was like okay, 
Anyway, they said that bedtime was 11 o'clock and wake-up time was between 5.30 and 6 a.m. And we had to be out of there by the latest 6.30 a.m. Can you imagine? Anyway, um, and I had, I had arrived. It was uh, We were supposed to arrive for 8.30. I arrived 8.20 something. Um, and I was just thinking, what am I going to do until 11? There's nothing to do. I had taken a book. I had taken a journal. Um, oh, you know what? I forgot to tell you. There was one painting on the wall. One. And it was the creepiest painting. So this is what it looks like. Okay. So now imagine a painting where there are two people holding on to each other. And there's a look of terror on their face. Yeah, terror. Beneath them, there's just like red. I don't know if that's supposed to symbolize fire or, but it's just like this whole splash of red. Just above that, there's a, it looks like angels carrying someone. I don't know either into the fire or out. I don't know, but it was so creepy. I had to ask them to take it down. And anyway, the technician took it down, turned it around, put it against the wall, so I did not have to see it. But that is just. The whole setup is just the most strange setup for a place where you're supposed to go in and relax and sleep. It's got no warmth to it. There's no, you know, it's kind of like you're, it feels like you're in a bunker. Even though I knew that I was not underground, it felt like I was underground. It was artificial lighting. It was, there's no windows at all from the second you walk in it is you feel like you're underground like you're completely in a different part of the world there's creepy paintings on on the wall that's just uh, you know if you're going to put something on the wall put something soothing like maybe blue soft clouds or not not a painting of people holding each other in terror with like angels flying above um, you know, what I think looks like hellfire, you know, it was just like, mm -mm. anyway, so I'm pulling out the forms and once I give it to the technician, I explained to him that I'm feeling a little bit more tired than usual. Could I go to bed earlier? He said, no problem. He'll set me up for bed. Okay. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm busy reading, um, um that book, um, the rise from poverty to prosperity. I'm reading it again by Crow in Liverpool. If you have not read it, go read it. And if you have not heard that interview, go back and hear it. It was my first interview. I was a bit nervous, but oh well. I did it. It was awesome. And this this book is incredible. Anyway, back to to um back to the story. I was sitting there, I was reading, he came in and he said, Are you ready? So I said, sure, should I go change into my pajamas now? So he goes, yes, go change, I'll wait. So I went, went into the washroom, I got changed, I came out, and there was like this, almost like gel, but like goopy gel stuff that he showed me. He goes, this is kind of going to be like the glue to to glue all these wires onto you. But he said before he did that, he took like an, a gelish solution, almost like like hand sanitizer, and he he, he wiped literally all over my head he wiped all over uh, my head he wiped my my neck my face um my my calves calves um baby girl and i was wired everywhere i had about six six or eight different uh attachments on my head 
I had on my cheeks, I had on on my neck, on the side. Um, I had, I think, two on my two on each side of my face. I had on my leg, um, and then when he put me, like, he he put me then onto the bed, and with all of these wires, he then connected me onto like a machine on the side that stayed on the bed and um because there's no way that i because that machine that little machine that was on the side of the bed was connected to another bigger machine that was off of the bed but like on the side of the bed too so i was covered in wires these wires got plugged into other wires oh and i also had like uh he put like two belts one above my my breasts and that was, you know, to, to measure my my breathing and one above my stomach to, to measure if I was breathing through my stomach or something. Anyway, so he plugs me in. I have to he, I have to lie down. He plugs me in. He puts something on my, on my finger, you know, those like pulse readers or whatever that the doctors usually put. I'm not really sure what they are. He puts that on me, plugs me in. He shows me there's a button that if I need the washroom or for some reason I need to get up, I'm, I, I was not allowed to sit up. I had to push the button and wait for him. So I was like, okay. Anyway, he says there's going to be a bunch of tests. He goes out the room. He switches off the light. He tucks me in as if I'm a child. He goes out. Um, and he goes, uh, and there's, oh, there's a microphone there as well. And through this microphone speaker, he's speaking to me. And he says, okay, move your left leg up and down. Move your right leg up and down. Open your eyes. Look to the side. That was creepy. This machine could monitor whether my eyes were looking side to side or up and down or whether my eyes were open or shut. That was creepy. That is how how uh, closely they were watching me, baby girl. And I was, oh, I did not like that. Anyway, and then the funniest thing, though, and I thought I was going to burst into laughter is he asked me to make a snoring sound. He act now. If you're snoring when you're asleep, that's one thing, right? But to actually, as a grown adult, to, to make a snoring sound, you f- I felt like a little child again. I think just that simple act of doing something so silly kind of put me at ease. It kind of made me relax. Anyway, I um, the, he came back. He, he, um, there were some wires that were not plugged properly. He plugged them in again. He went out. Everything was working. He said goodnight. And now here I am lying there. Restrictive sleeping. Um, I was allowed to sleep on my back or on my side. But not on my stomach. Which is fine. I never sleep on my stomach. But I usually sleep. I I toss and turn. But my predominant uh, sleep is uh, lying down on my left. Like on my, my left ear type of thing. But because all the wires were on my right, I couldn't quite reach over. So I'm tossing, I'm turning. It took me a lot longer to fall asleep, I think. But I did. And despite that bed and the room looking completely uncomfortable and unwelcoming, I think the adrenaline rush that I was going through, the anxiety I was going through, and the lack of caffeine kind of caused my body to just kind of calm down and shut down and I slept so well I did wake up in the middle of the night I pushed the button I needed the washroom 
and this <laughs> this I was not expecting so you know that thing that I said was on the side that little box that was on the side he um he unplugged me from the box and this box had kind of like a cord he put it around my neck and baby girl this thing weighed a ton it was so heavy like my my back kind of went down and so here I am with this heavy thing around my neck. He hands me the wires so I'm not dragging them on the floor. And I'm waddling to the washroom. It must have been the funniest sight ever. Anyway, I managed to somehow use the washroom, wash my hands without getting any of these wires wet. And I got to tell you, that in itself is an accomplishment. I'm proud of me right there for that. And I came back. He was waiting for me. He plugged me in. And... I slept not straight away but I slept and the next morning he woke me up at about 5 30. I got up I had to fill out a questionnaire and I was free to go it was quite an experience not something I want to do again and I still believe it was a little bit of a waste of time because I don't believe my problem is with how I sleep or how much I'm sleeping I could be wrong and if I'm wrong I will let you know what the doctors say I will probably find out in either a week or two from now I am really convinced it's my hormones just because you know I my hair was so frazzled it was so broken it was not and this only happened after I gave birth you know and when you're pregnant your hormones go wild and then even after you give birth your hormones are all crazy and the wackadoodle and my hair oh i shit i buzz cut my hair and yes it sounds crazy it is crazy but i did it so that my hair is so thick and um it's the only way that i could treat my scalp with like you know hair masks and oils i'm gonna be trying because baby girl if i had to try and treat my hair my scalp with the amount of thick hair that i had none of the product would reach my scalp none my hair was so incredibly thick and it grows really fast so i took the plunge i i buzz cut my hair uh and i'm now treating it i tried to treat my hair for a good two to three years you know conditioning and and that wasn't working my hair was still breaking so now i'm going to go down to the roots and I'm going to treat the scalp I will let you know if that works but fingers crossed I really 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 hope it does because I miss the way my hair used to be so yeah I have had quite a week I buzz cut my hair and my hair was long long and thick I buzz cut my hair I had the sleep test um today if you're in Canada happy Canada day and if you're in Madeira or Madeira, happy Madeira day. It is fun. It's, it has just been, it's been a week, baby girl. It's been fun. It's, well, actually, no, it's been a weekend. The weekend has been fun and so filled with new experiences. And even though I was af afraid, and I was, I was thinking it was worse than what it was actually. I thought I was going to be kind of like in a two-way mirror situation like they've got in those cop movies and it wasn't and it wasn't that bad and I was able to sleep and I slept well and I was made to feel comfortable by the technician even though the room is I don't know I don't know that's kind of not what I would picture as you know 
sleep inducing conditions i would honestly picture like big fluffy pillows like a hotel style bed you know like a you know with the fluffy blankets and air conditioning and nice calming paintings or i would not expect beige and gray did not expect a bunker an army bunker feel but you know what it worked i'm i'm awesome for (laughs) no i'm not that awesome but i am i'm feeling awesome for having gone through it even though i was afraid and i seriously wanted to back out um but i did it i faced the fear i had a new experience and now i'll find out if that experience was what the doctor thinks it is or if the doctors are finally going to eliminate that as a possibility and you know help help me by listening to what i have to say anyway it's just a story time today baby girl because i have been wanting to tell you about the experience since i was having that experience as I was having the experience, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to tell tell my, my listeners. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. I wish they were here. Should, should I be filming? Should I be there? And then I thought, no, I'm not going to be filming. I, I've got my voice. You, you've got your ears. We've got our imaginations. You can imagine what I'm saying to you. And that's the beauty of it. That's something that I, I absolutely love. I love using imaginations. And if I don't know if you're anything like me, but if you're reading a book and you've pictured a character in a certain way, like, I don't know, let's say you pictured the character as a redhead. And then kind of later in the book, you kind of realize, uh, oops, it, she's a blonde or she's a brunette. I kind of, <laughs> it's so bad, but I discard those little things and I keep using the image I had in my head. <laughs> I know. The poor author, I know, I know. But you know what? That's the beauty of imagination. Whereas if I'd been watching a movie, I can't really discard, you know. <laughs> the character is not going to be the redhead that I imagine. She's going to be the blonde. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I'm rambling, but it is very late and I am exhausted and I have got to go i'm gonna try 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 my best for sundays but like i said it's going to be either sunday or monday um i just need a little bit of that flexibility at the moment baby girl but anyway thank you so much for always listening i love you guys so much love you forever bye